<laughs> Hello and welcome to the Rat Nest Podcast, episode number 64, with Uncle Gil from Spread Love Comics. Hey! hey. What's up, guys? What's, What's up, going on? <laughs> nice, to, nice to finally get uh, on deck with you and, and get to chat like face-to-face. We've been Instagram uh, messaging for a while now, but it's good to put a name and uh, face to to the messaging. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We finally made it. It's been a moment. Now that we're talking on Instagram and everything, so it's cool to to finally see you guys. Hell yeah, man! Yeah, it's uh, it's been cool to watch like the progression. Like ever since I found out about you, and like what you've done, you you put out a lot more work. Let's put it that way than I do. So it's yeah. impressive, bro. Like I don't know how you uh, how you manage I don't sleep everything. A lot. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can't <laughs> sleep when you're doing that much. No, no. So tell tell me a little bit. Tell us a little bit how you got started, like the the origin story of issue one of Spread Love. Well, my passion for underground comics always been in my life. So my aunt used to have something here called um, the Crow Magazine. I'm I'm French Canadian, so in Quebec we have uh, something like Mad Magazine, and it's called Crow. Yeah. So, yeah. It's been a, a while that I, that I love underground comics, but it starts, uh, Spread Love starts two years ago because of, uh, do you know Dexter Cogburn? Um, like he's, he's a cartoonist from Canada. Yeah, it sounds really familiar. I just, I'd have to see the work. That, that guy is awesome. And I, I used to do some distribution for him, like in Quebec and all that, so. I, I always been jealous of cartoonists, you know. I I can, I can draw, uh, sh- I can draw nothing, man. I'm not good at all. So, I thought that maybe uh, the cartoonists uh, will need uh, someone to do other stuff. So yeah, I start. I, I thought it would be great to start my own uh, comic anthology. So, I just started with Dexter talking with Dexter and. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman helped me a lot to start it too. Like, you know, Lloyd Kaufman from yeah. Trauma Film? Yeah. So I, I used to do music for, for him and for Trauma. So he present me people out there and yeah. That's so I, sick. It's kind of strange, but <laughs> how, that's how it started. How long ago were you doing stuff with Trauma? Uh, four years. Okay. I used to do music a lot, so I did um, I did one or two songs for the his new movie uh, Shakespeare Shitstorm, and uh, I did two songs too for uh, Mercedes the Muse. Okay, you know her, nice. maybe. Yeah, She's just uh, honestly, just through some of your publications is how I found out about her. Cool. So yeah, she's she's into underground comics too. Aaron Lange used to draw shit for her, like comic book and everything like that. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I did songs for her too. That's cool. That's man. it. That's how it start. It's kind it's kind of strange. It's not a, a usual uh, road to start right, right. comic books, but yeah. Nah, it's that's like, a beautiful origin story, man. Like, <laughs> that's like the bet. That's how it could be. It's not like, oh, I went to school for art and then I found my way. It's like, no, I was doing music and this just kind of worked. I, I'm just, I'm just passionate about everything I, I love. So when I decide to start something, I just go into it like 
200%. And that's why uh, I think that's why it works. Yeah, man. Like that, it tripped me out to hear that you've only been doing this for two years because you've got what, 14 issues or something like that? Yeah, exactly. Dude, plus, yeah, that's... plus the separate uh, comic like uh, uh, Sean Tolman and uh, yeah, some of the one Yeah, what that's crazy though, bro. So you're putting out one every other month, basically, just about, yeah. huh? Yeah, dude, that's impressive, man. As someone that works with you know artists and kind of does a similar thing, I mean, my focus wasn't really on creating zines so much that was a kind of a project that came after I had started the distribution and the the online shop and stuff beforehand but just the amount of effort it takes to to wrangle everyone's work in make sending those emails going back and forth with people and just really like putting it all together it's a pain in the ass dude so yeah that's a lot of work great job dude you've been fucking killing it man thanks Uh, I have to ask too it's like so you started off I mean you have guys in there that are legends like you know peter and uh fucking uh mike diana and just like people that i grew up i mean he's a little later than some of the other guys but i mean you got you got guys from the 60s 70s yeah. all the way you know uh mike Diana's probably from guys popularity with boiled angel in the 90s yeah I, I would guess around then right and but just how do you how do you even approach these guys like how do you you know what I'm saying? Like how did this? How do you cultivate these friendships? Okay, that how can I say that? It's really it's uh, so many different ways. Like okay, let's start with for example, Mike Diana. Mike Diana did a cover for Mercedes the Muse. So you know, like right. It all com- links up. Yeah, and I guess it's because I, I, I always love underground comics, so I know what I'm talking about, too. So when I talk with those people, they they see I, I know the, the business and the, the culture of underground comics. Right. So, and yeah, uh, when I talk to someone, it's, it's so complicated. Like, I can approach someone by email or, for example... Um, this summer, I've been to uh, the underground, uh, not the underground, the New York Comic Con, you know, and I met uh, Bill Plimpton, you know Bill Plimpton? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, talk with him. I did an interview with him and uh, met Dennis Kitchen there and, yeah, stuff like that. Email, sure email, phone numbers, um, word to mouth. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, word them out, and that's it, man. Contact and a lot of work, not yeah. a lot of sleep. <laughs> I mean, that rules, man. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of that same like vibe of with Ratnest, uh, just getting in contact with people either that we already had known or someone that they knew, and then somebody you know mentions it to somebody else, and that we reach out. You know, it's it's. I love how the web just naturally spreads you know and exactly on scene and it's yeah not a- in- internet is super uh it's super it's uh, awesome um how do you say it oh, sorry guys like tool like uh exactly. yeah, yeah like, exactly yeah, yeah. that's an awesome tool it could be awful but it's really a, a great tool because you can talk with people around the world yeah, yeah. that's why i'm here tonight and yeah you, you met some people and yeah. travel helped too and 
contact, of course, but I think the 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 thing you really need to have is um, determination. You understand what I mean? Like, if yeah. you are really motivated, like you can reach out to those people. Right. They when you have you, when you so. have the drive to do it, and you're, exactly. you're putting, you know, you're putting the results out there, and and it's, you know, it's the work speaks for itself too, man. Like, you're, I mean, just in our conversations on uh, Instagram and stuff, it's like I could tell that like I like your personality, but the work alone too, just the books themselves are dope, bro. Like, super, super well done. And the fact, like I said, you got Peter Bag and you got Glenn Head, like these old school cats. But then you have like young cartoonists, some of which we've worked with on the show or on projects too, like yeah. uh, Rob Mursky or Eric Jassic or, uh, you know, just a handful of people. I think Hannibal Gerard was in one of your issues recently, yeah. right? So it's a trip that's like such a, it seems like such a big world when it comes to comic books and illustration because we're we're given this perception of like Marvel and DC being like the only worlds that exist to be successful in making comics or drawing like that. Uh, but then when you, you know, when you're doing these indie things and these little publications and these self publications, uh, the, it, it shrinks a lot. Like it, it gives you access to people. Your web is bigger than you realize. Uh, and most of the time, I mean, I'm sure you can attest to this when you reach out to somebody it's positive whether they can do the project or not they're they're stoked to be uh talked to or you know asked to do yeah, something sure. like that yeah sure and a lot of time like they always tell me that oh my friend do some comics too he would like to be in there so i receive a lot of submission to to in my email um, yeah. so it's a small community so i guess if it works or not, I'm always happy to receive stuff and talk with people. I'm I'm super humble and happy that spread love works like that. And that was the objective to mix legends and newcomers. Like sometimes I, I'm on I'm on uh, Instagram and I'm watching some artists like I have like 50 followers. I'm I'm like, what the fuck? That guy is fucking amazing. <laughs> why he got 50 followers so i talked yeah, to him yeah. and he's happy you know because he deserved it we don't care about how much friend you have like he deserved it he got some talent so i tried to well i publish it <laughs> yeah exactly that's the point i mean mixed legends and newcomers and bring the the nice the 90s back because yeah it's a lot of comic anthology right now are more limited in, um, how can I say that? Censorship. The censorship is really strong right now. So <laughs> I tried to bring the 90s. That that was the objective at the, the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I think there, we, li we li oh, live ahead. in, uh, sorry, dude. <laughs> we live in like a time where, you know, it's everyone's afraid of just doing something for the sake of doing it uh without repercussions every you know a lot of people probably stray away from some of the more sexualized or like fucked up things that are fun to draw because they don't want to get a reputation or they don't want to get canceled or whatever the fuck you want to call it you know True. but in your books it's it's the complete opposite it's a complete throwback i feel like to those wow. old school underground comics where like 
anything goes and it's for the sake of art it's for the sake of being funny it's nothing should be taken too seriously absolutely you know there's messages all over in it but it's it's not necessarily uh a reflection of that person's most inner thoughts or like uh you know uh prejudices or anything like that exactly it's all love i mean it's art you, you don't have to take everything seriously so well, I, yeah i think even beyond that like if you can't get past i this is kind of the way that i view a lot of the that's the style art that you have in your comics if, if, you, if you can't get past the vulgarity and the nudity and that and see it for the sake of the art then you don't deserve to appreciate it you know the the yeah. appreciation in that comes from this artist painstakingly drew every wrinkle on that old man's balls or whatever it ends up being you know what i mean and it, it if you can't see it that as that and all you can see is like oh this is nasty or gross like well then yes the artist did exactly what they were trying to do they made exactly it, yeah and i i love that dude and uncensored is certainly the word that comes to mind whenever i was flipping through the uh the spread love zine and it's great they, dude, because it's like almost palatizing right now because everything is so so under the thumb and, and worrisome yeah and let's be honest i i'm i'm a fucking nobody and i received some hate messages so <laughs> yeah. have you have I mean, you really yeah really like yeah i i oh man that, that some some crazy stuff like i shouldn't print anything and i shouldn't have any kids in life because i'm probably the worst person ever and all that and yeah, success I, bro <laughs> yeah i guess sometimes it's hard to read it's it's hard to read because yeah i'm a fucking good guy i mean i don't want to uh, offend anybody but at the same time like fuck them <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if they don't understand art and yeah, they shouldn't read that. I mean, it's it's clear it's for adults. So why the fuck are you offended? Like, I didn't create pornography. Exactly, and I didn't teach people how to draw tits. You know that. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, that's I funny. guess. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Well, Sometimes it's from people like from every. It's not even in Canada, like from England or stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. I have a nice day too. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to make it clear too, like your, your comic book isn't just full of like, like only swear words and, and like nudity, you know, it's, it's got a lot of really good like content in there as well, as far as storyboarding goes, as far as the stories play out. And also the layout that you do, I liked as I was seeing, like flipping through, it was, it was put well visually, you know, something that was real busy next to something that was, you know, a little less busy and easier to visualize. Like that is a tough thing to do. I've sat back and watched Matt rack his brain over stuff like that. So, yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that because that's the main part of my job. Like I try to do an, a nice uh, editing uh, job and I try to separate things to make sure that it's fun to read and, you can appreciate every uh, each uh, sorry looking for my words but you can appreciate all kind of war art yeah one after another and and you yeah can I, 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 I it's an editing job i mean that that's what i that's the biggest part of my job i guess 
choose yeah, the totally. artists and put them together right and but then yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. also do you do all the interviews yourself too or do you have someone that you work with that that, that helps no out i did i did the interview too nice yeah dude that's awesome i know we were talking about some sometimes i'm less tired than that sorry i didn't understand all right go ahead Oh, I, I was I was doing a joke like sometimes I'm less tired than now, so I, I I'm I'm looking less for my word, <laughs> so it goes better. But yeah, I do all the interview myself, and yeah, I try to travel to to meet people and stuff like that. When you when you're doing the the interviews, then so do you do any of them uh, just like via email where you go back and forth, or do you try to do everything in like a live? or like a zoom setting or something yeah zoom email phone call uh travel yeah that's yeah, the best everything. travel traveling for it is probably the best feeling because like you get to travel one you get to kind of see someone in a more natural habitat it's a little warmer of a conversation usually when you're face to face instead of uh over the internet not to say that this isn't a loving warm conversation but you know what i'm saying <laughs> No, yeah, absolutely. That's fun, but yeah, it's it's fucking expensive to travel, and my schedule is fucking nonsense right now. Yeah. So it's hard to do it, but yeah, that's the best way to to do some interview when you go meet someone in real life. You know, not the not only on the, in the internet. Mm -hmm. So yeah, have you fan, uh, have you fanboyed out at any of those interviews? Uh, what you said, sorry, I didn't understand. Have have in any of the interviews that you've done like made you kind of nervous or made you overly excited, like a fanboy out? All of them, man. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I'm a fan first. Like so, yeah. When I when uh, when I talked with Peter Bags, I was fucking like impressed. And same thing for Bill Plimpton. I'm a huge fan of his Dude. cartooning. So, yeah, I mean. He did the intro of The Simpsons. It's right. fucking. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of jealous at the list that, that I've seen of, of a lot of the guys that you've worked with, man, or artists, not just guys, but man, they're it, kudos to being able to cultivate that kind of like uh, just society. You know what I mean? That That's awesome. Yeah, I tried to do some interview, some different interview, like for the next one, I did an interview with a, a sex workers. Oh. like illegal sex workers in Canada and she okay. also uh she's she spe specializes with um, people with uh heavy handicap oh okay they what yeah, yeah. damn so dude that that one was really cool to do like i That's think like... it's it's a fucking nice subject to and yeah she she's legal so I, she can say her name and everything. I right. I can ask all the question I want, and yeah, the subjects is special. So yeah, it will be fun. It's it will be in the the next issue, That's like the, the 15, 15, Sorry, yeah. When uh, when does fifteen? When is it like set to drop? You know what? Once again, I'm too tired. It's in the uh, fourteen. And it's available now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I lost count. Okay, I do too much issue. Yeah, issue. It, it's the. Uh, I mean, the, the, I don't have it with me, but 
is the, the newest, 14 the newest is, one, 14. Sorry? It's the newest one, 14. It's yeah, in that exactly. issue. Yeah. Nice. Blue Dude, did I, the cover for it. So nice. it's the one of uh, when, yeah, he, he did a self-portrait of himself drawing some some dicks and tits. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you see it on my Instagram. I think Blue so. It's very, like, it's pretty like crumb-esque. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. A little bit, kind of in that vibe, in that range. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw it. It looks sick, bro. I got to get my hands on some of it. I don't have any of the newer ones. Uh, but I will send some to you. I got you. Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I was stoked when you got that package, man, because whenever I send stuff out, especially internationally, I don't know how long it's going to get or how long it's going to take to get there, one, and then two, like what condition it's going to be in when it finally arrives. So like when I've sent stuff to like the UK or Germany in poster tubes or just, you know, envelopes, uh, padded envelopes, but still it's like, that's a long journey to get where it's going. And the postal service doesn't give a fuck after it leaves the U S it's just there. It's on its own. It's just, it could be on a cargo ship for all. I know. I don't know how it gets there. Cargo plane, who knows, but the shit I'll just hear like three weeks later, like, yeah, I got it. It was great. It was like, Right. <laughs> oh, man, you, you are. I have to say it. You are lucky because sometimes, yeah, I do the shipping myself too. So, yeah, sometimes it could be more longer. And when I ship to the UK, it's fucking nonsense. I send some stuff to my my friend Adam Brown, and I think it's uh, oh man, it's been four months. Four months now. He didn't receive nothing. Hasn't received a huge box. That's crazy. Oh man! <laughs> I got a tracking and all that, and it's say in transit. So yeah, okay, but four months—it's fucking nonsense. That's nuts, dude. Yeah, I'm thankful I haven't. I mean, to my knowledge, I haven't had any issues. If anyone didn't get anything ever, I I would hope I'd hear about it. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, usually for me, international stuff, I three weeks to a month usually is like what i yeah. can kind of like count on uh for me it's the worst part of the job honestly like yeah. i fucking hate deal with that it's fucking complicated there's always some problem and stuff like that so yeah i'm glad That's you had you had it quick and safe <laughs> yeah yeah uh it's funny that's because that's the reason i kind of started doing the distribution side of it instead of just being an online store is because a couple of my friends from Mexico didn't want to pay international rates. It, stuff would always get mixed up or messed up or take forever. So they'd have to cross the border to, you know, ship stuff out all the time. And they're like, what if you just ship stuff out for me? You know, I was like, all right, let's start there. And then we were lucky enough to pick up actually um, a Canadian-based publisher called Argle Bargle, who deals with a, a couple of artists, uh, one in the U.S., one in Canada, and one in Australia great so that one's been you know it's it's cool because i can get big shipments from them or get the the rights to print the books myself here and then you know they don't have to worry about it and i just keep track of shit so when the, they need to get paid i let them know like where we stand and what standing inventory is and all that bullshit but uh yeah i think it works out on both both ways you know i don't make a lot of money on that aspect of it just because you gotta people don't know this either even if you're selling, like your zine's like 10, 12 bucks, you got to sell so fucking many to really make any money. <laughs> like it might yeah, pay for the next reprint or the next batch of them and shit, but it's not like we're raking in the gold or anything. 
No, exactly. I, I don't do money with that. Like I probably, sometimes I lost money. Mm -hmm. I just love to do it. So yeah, sometimes, sometimes people think I could do money, I guess, but yeah, no, I don't do, I don't really do money with that. I'm just passionate about it. And yeah, yeah I, I, you know what it is like how much it costs to print and ship. Sometimes the, the book, um, came back to my house so uh, I have to ship it again and uh, mm -hmm. stuff like that it's really complicated and then uh, yeah and for the distribution I send a lot of books to um uh, what's the uh, atomic books you know that shop in yeah Baltimore? yeah atomic yeah those guys help me a lot like yeah they help me a lot that rules that's see yeah. it's 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 that kind of like thing we were talking about earlier just like support system and like working with people that are like, like-minded and, you know, just down for the cause and, you know, uh, not trying to get anything over it, uh, on one another, like trying to make money off of what you're doing, or you're not trying to make money off of their help or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have to, to spread the love and help each other out that that's the point. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's what I used to do at in the beginning for Dexter, Dexter Cockburn. Mm -hmm. I was doing the distribution here in Quebec, Canada, and he's from Vancouver. Mm -hmm. So he sent me all his stuff. I was doing all the distribution in the shop in Quebec and tried to ship it everywhere here. And yeah, you, we have to help each other. That that's that's the best way to spread the word out yeah that's why we were pumped to have you be able to come on the show for sure like seeing somebody doing something in such the same vein as what we're trying to do you know what i mean and working and and finding out that you have the same uh kind of mission statement about it too like artists helping artists it's just it i love it bro it it warms my heart because it, that is the that is the community that we're really kind of showcasing over the last 63 or 64 episodes is that has been the common theme like everybody has every artist has this desire no matter if they're the they have five followers or five million they they just want to spread the love help out they understand the struggle and it's like you know giving somebody a step up or a, or a, a platform it can be life-changing you know and so as soon as you can can understand that and provide that for somebody it it's so fulfilling, you know? And so I I'm stoked that you're able to feel that too. Cause I know we felt a couple of times just thrilled with, with product, you know, we actually doing something good in the, in the world, a world that's fucked up. Yeah, you're right, man. Yeah. And I guess when you have to, when you like something and you want to do something, you don't have to do it for the money. You have to do it by passion. Mm -hmm. So after that, everything comes together more easily and good people come see you and you met some great people after that. You don't have to do it. You, you don't have to do it to be successful and rich and stuff like that. I think so. Totally. Yeah. After I, that. Uh, I wanted to ask you, man, because uh, you were saying, you know, it's not just comic book artists that do interviews in the zine with you. Uh, you have a couple different uh, types of people or, you know, 
over over the course of it that you've done with and the the one that I have to ask about just because I'm a big Descendants fan is the the Milo uh interview like was that is that someone you met is that someone you just reached out to like are you a big fan like I'm a a fucking big fan I'm a fucking big fan of Descendant and yeah that one that was so easy to do I just sent an email yeah and he he answered back like it was nothing he was super happy to do it we talk a lot and yeah that's it man I would like I would like to tell you a big story about it but I don't have one (laughs) Like, it's not that exciting. I was all no, like, I have to ask him. No, uh, he's just fucking cool. He, he answered back and he said that his wife w- was offended by the magazine. So it was a good sign. And he <laughs> loved it. Nice, dude. <laughs> That's it. In in my uh, younger years, when we played music, I would get drunk and I would call uh, the Blasting Room, uh, Bill, the drummer's uh, recording studio in Colorado. Awesome. And, and every time I'd get the the answering machine and I'd just leave drunk messages as, as like a 20 year old, like, hey, man, my band really wants to record with you. <laughs> <laughs> did you, you did it or not? Never called me back. Never once. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder why. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny, man. Yeah, that was one of like one of my favorite first and favorite like punk bands like my brother is seven years older than me so you know in the shit third fourth grade you know 94 95 i was like listening to the descendants like oh this is it's funny it's fast it's technical it's smart it's it's fucking everything that i wanted to do yeah yeah is it yeah i love them them so much and that's funny because I'm also really into hip hop music and like all kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, so, but this, the Descendant was is no, not was. It's my favorite punk band, like one hundred percent. That rules, dude. I know we were talking too about um, you're we we're going back and forth a little bit about doing a project together in your book of yeah. interviews. Uh, yeah. is that is that something we could talk about a little bit or yeah sure yeah sure uh, well just because you had mentioned you're kind of waiting on a couple of interviews and one being uh john waters and like it, it, you with the trauma background now this makes even more sense to me but it's just like it's such a crazy thing like that's i, don't, I guess it's the same as is the illustrators and comic artists that you're working with it's just like it's such a different generation than ours so it, it seems like it's so unapproachable but like how how did you get in touch or how you know like what made you want to reach out to him yeah that to be honest that that one doesn't work like I, I didn't did that interview like he was too busy and that that that's one of the part two of the job like a lot of it seems like I have a lot of big name in the magazine but i receive a lot of no too like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like a lot of people don't don't want to do it and sometimes you just have to ask them again or but yeah the john, the john waters interview isn't it is not there so it's not happening no no it's not happening yet so yeah maybe in the future totally yeah, That's that I always you're talking about earlier, bro. Like, if you can't just let one no be no for everything, you know exactly, exactly. Right. And 
I'm, you don't have to see and know like something negative. Like if if it if some if what if someone say no to you and each time you just fucking cry and be destroyed, like you will not do nothing. Everyone, I think everyone kind of uh, can use those words sometimes, like in the sense that. It sucks to get said no to, especially when you're an adult and you think you have a grip on like what you're working on or what you're doing or like the ideas that you're you're trying to convey. And then you get told no. It's a, it's a kick in the dick. Like, you know, it, it, it sucks sometimes. But like you said, it's like if you just let that get you down, then there's no next step. You have to just just keep going and say, fuck it. And it's hard. And even sometimes like we've done interviews on here with people that I was really like. I, for, I guess lack of a better words, like intimidated and excited to interview. And then I thought they were some of our worst interviews because I was like too in my head about it or not, maybe not prepared enough. I don't yeah. know what it was exactly. Um, but yeah, there's all these things that you can get down about, but if, if you, if you stew on them and you know, you're just dwelling on that shit, then the next thing doesn't get done. Exactly. Well, and it goes back down to what we were saying earlier is is the whole point of this is like to spread the love, right? And so you're not gonna you're not gonna stop this train that has everybody on it because one guy said no, you know, or you're not gonna you it would be so unjustified to like to to bail on 14 artists or you know however many are going on because oh I, I lost interest because this guy that I put all my eggs in the basket didn't say yes like man there's so much more riding on it than just ego and I, that's I think the main point that's being said here is like it doesn't matter the biggest artist to the smallest artist they all matter you know then you are absolutely right that's it that's that, that's it man like I do it for the, the 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 right reason. So a big name or a small name, I don't really care. Sometimes I'm excited to work with someone. And if you say no, like I will ask to someone else and maybe we'll say yes later. So yeah, you just have to never, never give up. So that's it. It's, it's been that's cool too, man. Uh, like, cause we started about, you know, roughly the same time, like a couple of years ago, probably in the start of the pandemic, whatever looking for something to do, looking for something that we could really put ourselves into creatively and also just like because we're fans of, of shit, right? So it's been cool to like cultivate relationships with these illustrators that I didn't know. There's just words on the internet, just making friends online and then to see them like work with other people. So like in Vacuum Decay, like David Moses yeah. is in there. He was one of the first people I worked with when I started Rat Nest. Hank Simmons was like one of the first people he was in uh, maybe like issue 10 or, or one of your issues, uh, you know, uh, a few months back, like, and then, uh, you know, with the podcast, it is, it, it's even more overlap. It's a trip. Like I was saying, it's just, it, once you really get down to it, um, it's not that big of a community there. It, it's kind of like um, I've heard stand-up comedians say it. it's like, yeah, there's there's a million doctors in the world. There's two million lawyers in the world, or millions and millions of doctors and lawyers, or these these positions that people think are uh, like big, big money, whatever it is. And then you have maybe a thousand really good stand-up comedians, like in the United States, like really killing it and doing it. There's more than that, you know. What I'm saying, but it's such a smaller number. 
that the, yeah. the, the community is so much tighter and like it just shrinks so much and you don't realize it because if you see a Dave Chappelle or someone, you just think, oh yeah, that guy's a one in a billion comedian or whatever. But it's like, really, it's they're they're kind of approachable. It's kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I guess we do something like we we don't just do regular comic book. So yeah, they it's a small community, and we have to support each other, I guess, because like we said earlier we we will not be rich with that so if we don't support each other where the fun is that, right. i mean that's my point of view I, i i don't know if i'm right but that's my point of view hey it's gotten this far 14 issues going strong through man with with a lot of really good artists in there so i'd say whatever the hell you're doing keep doing it <laughs> i appreciate it <laughs> so what what's next do you think are you gonna do Are you just going to keep focusing on zines? Do you have other projects that, that um, besides the one-off uh, titles that you've been doing? Or is are you going to just stick to the print stuff? Yeah, the, I, I will stick to the print stuff, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I wrote my first story. <laughs> so it will be illustrated by Adam Brown. Awesome. Yeah, it's uh, 16 pages um yeah i don't want to talk too much about it because it will come soon but yeah i wrote my first story and but not not my first story but it's the mm -hmm. first time first time that someone draw it and everything so right that you're yeah. you're putting it out as like your your written work is exactly like, it will be oh, my first my first little comics awesome dude and, well congrats yeah. on that i appreciate it thanks so you said you said you're not artistically inclined like you you gotta at least doodle and shit right you drew on the side of your pages in high school and shit like that or what yeah a lot like yeah. a lot <laughs> i'm it's just like... i'm just not super good so i let i let people with bigger talent than mine do their stuff <laughs> totally i, I focus on on things that i do better so Yeah. That's how that's how I feel, man. Every time I uh like am invited to do like a group show or something and I have a painting up, I'm like, fuck, I'm the worst painting in the show. You know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah, why yeah, am but, I even included? Yeah, but sometimes a lot of artists say that, you know? Yeah. And it's not true. Like, you're good. I'm not I'm good. good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. Uh, I think I think we're uh, a lot of artists are you know self-deprecated or you know just self-destructive really in like the mentality that their shit needs to be better that they're somehow obsolete to other artists or you know not as good. In reality, I think it's just striving to be better, um, and then you have to put that into a thought, which isn't always necessarily as easy as thinking. I just need to get better. It's like I suck. You know, it's like it's yeah. it's. The same idea it's just a different way of looking at it and artists are sensitive sallies you know so we we get all down and shit we're like oh yeah. this is the worst thing i've ever made Arr. yeah But, i don't know like for me i i really thought that i suck so i i was thinking <laughs> that i could probably do something better so you have to know your place you know totally. you don't have to, you to be in uh, in the art business or community whatever we can call it you don't have to always be uh, upfront mm -hmm. like you can do a lot of stuff in that business 
like publish other artists or do the promotion, create event. Like totally. you, you can do a lot of stuff. You don't have to be the artist in front of a, like of the camera. It's not the camera and I'm in front of the camera right now, but <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I get it. I think there's a, there's a little misconception too. Like if you go to art school and say you really wanted to work for DC or Marvel and then you get there and your job isn't creating the comics, it's doing the line work or it's doing the storyboarding or it's just doing one aspect of those things. Exactly. That, you know, it takes a whole team and, and, I mean, the older you get, I think, as you're going through art school, that's kind of explained to you. But as a kid, I always had like this misconception, this like dream that I would just make like drawings for a living. And I'm like, all right, it doesn't really like work like that. It can. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if you just keep doing it your whole life, there's something to be said about that. And probably eventually it'll pay off. But you just have to be consistently doing it for yourself before you think you can just like get rich quick off of doing some shit yeah well i think and you, you, I'm you, sorry. you can you can be happy to just do the the line art or the color or mm -hmm. it's all depend of what you want to do and sometimes you have to put your ego aside to 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 shine more you know what i mean like definitely so yeah that's and it. it has to it has to get done right like and that's the point of mm. art is just to make art you know it, and yeah we all might get this close and look at it and go oh it's not good or it needs to be better or whatever but art needs to get out every level of art needs to get out and so kudos for you to say you know what my place is actually i can serve this community better on this side of it rather than you know, oh, I'm going to try and throw my hat in the ring when, you know, that's not what you realize you really want. Like, dude, a lot of times people think if I'm going to do art, I have to be a painter. You know, if I'm yeah, going exactly. to do music, I have to play the piano or, you know, put, put themselves into these little pigeonholes. And it's it's not that like thinking outside of the box is what helps expand these things and, and actually like creates opportunity rather than just driving the same peg in the same hole over and over again. Yeah, exactly. And I can't, I can't understand that the people want to be the star of the band, but they need, they need other stuff than just a singer and a, a right. drummer and, you know, so yeah, it's, I don't know if it's ego or something like that, but sometimes you have to put it to the side to find your way to that business or culture or whatever. Mm -hmm. and you you can be the star of your own thing you know like hell yeah you could be the best rudy ever like and it's Dude. it's fine yeah no and and that means you're a part of that band that's that that's part of the family you know like that mm -hmm. all those people the techs and the roadies and shit it's like that's they couldn't the band couldn't exist without the help you know to tour across the country doing it the, the way they're doing it exactly so it's, I mean, it, it's multifaceted and there's a lot of moving parts, which is even more impressive that you, you do all this shit on your own because even with me and Jim and I, you know, I can try to unload shit on him to do. And, uh, it's still just there, there's no end to it. It's just an ongoing list. There's always a list of shit to do. Like <laughs> no joke. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. crazy. But I want, I wanted to ask you, uh, because the nature of spread love and that it is like a little bit more 
sexualized and like alternative and not for kids uh is there have you gotten submissions from people where you were like i can't even put this shit in the, the magazine <laughs> uh, that's a good question man i'll try to remember it it probably happened but not not because it was not good probably just because it was like mm, too too free like that no story behind it or you know what i mean like right right it was like, yeah okay i can see it, that yeah that's, just, that's that's a fucking editor answer if i've ever heard one for sure <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean if someone send me a a huge dick super like detail and everything that's fine i mean i will say oh my god that that dick is wonderful but <laughs> it's not interesting in the book like you know what i mean like yeah it's, it's probably something that like that had happened but no i i really try to 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 release everything like i, I it's hard to offend me like, nice that's awesome so I got another question to put you on the spot. You've you've worked with like oh probably over a hundred artists now. Fourteen issues in. What out of all of the submissions and everything that you've put in, what's been your favorite one or the one that that you just remember or, or love the most? Wow, damn, <laughs> man, it's it's I I can't answer to that. Like, I don't want to be cliche, but I I, lo I love everything. Yeah, but yeah, the the fanboy in me is always like fucking impressed that I have uh, Peter Bags. Like, dude, it's, it's my favorite cartoonist. So, yeah, contributing like, to mul multiple issues. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it wasn't just like, oh yeah, I got like a one off one time. It's like you fucking work with that dude, and yeah, that's yeah, awesome dude. Yeah. That's crazy. That yeah, that's my biggest accomplishment, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a good brag to have in your pocket, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, honestly, it's, it, yeah, I'm a fan, so. That's cool, man. Yeah. And yeah, I love, I love, like we said earlier, that you're mixing uh, some of the, the older cats that are still doing underground comics with the newer guys that are self-releasing stuff and, and publishing their own books and marketing themselves uh, via social media and the internet. You know, it gives everyone a, a, like kind of an equal platform almost to to put their work out and not be based on uh you know past reputation who they're working with it's just you base it on the work which fucking yeah. rules man yeah yeah that's that's my my main objective like i i don't care about nothing about except art i mean art is the, the important thing like the the other stuff uh, i don't care about that like do you have uh, a fan you have or your where you have been published before or i don't care about that honestly a, like i don't say that to be to be nice or whatever i i honestly don't care about that uh, if okay. it's good it's good that that's what interests me like totally i get yeah. I, I fucking respect it bro i was gonna ask uh do you have stuff like prompts when you're doing an issue that you you give uh to the artists or you just like let them fucking go wild or like do their own thing yeah that that's i guess that's i, I let them be free all, all all the time like i don't i don't ask team or 
a lot of artists ask me like what is the team of the the magazine yeah. or whatever and i don't have anything uh you are fucking free man like do whatever the fuck you want have fun that's it that's all uh, oh, yeah. that's the only yeah. thing i say honestly each time like I don't have any restriction or I print black and white. Do whatever the fuck you want. That's it. <laughs> That's what's up, dude. That's it. Yeah, I get I get that question. Well, I've I've you know I'm only just finishing up issue two, um, but that was like a big question on both the the issues were people asking if there's a theme, if there's like set kind of like ideas or anything like that, and I was like, no, nah, I just I'm a fan of your work. Like we're homies whatever it is, like, just do you, it'll be full color or black and white, whatever you want to do. And, you know, if it, if it really didn't fit or if it really didn't work, I'll let you know. But I'm, I, I don't know. I just kind of want people to uh, give an example of what they did and like how they create, you know? I think that's one of the reason why people like to work with me, you know, yeah. like, a lot of people add teams and stuff like that and they they had some restriction or like we said before like they are scared to publish a certain subject or art like they know with me they can do whatever they fucking they want so hell yeah yeah well it's paying I, I off, think it's, sorry i said well it's paying off like that mentality of letting them you know, yeah, have the freedom to create. It's fucking, it's working for you. Like everything you put out, I'm, I'm super fucking impressed. Jealous that I'm not a part of it. <laughs> it will come soon, man. It will but, come. Yeah, man. Uh, before we get out say, of here, we're, we're, we're I getting have to say real quick. Like it is just coming from like Radness and seeing how hard Matt's worked on the the couple of zines that he's doing and everything else that he's done. Like it's truly inspiring to to for us or at least for me to be able to see you doing it and having the success that you're doing be, because I feel like we're it so close in the same vein, you know, and so that you're so far I'll, further along down the path, and it's it's really like heartening to me to see like okay there is a path you know there is it is a way and it is success like it's just it it's empowering bro so thank you very much i appreciate it thanks man and honestly like i'm lucky but i really work hard to oh, to yeah. so but yeah still i have to be humble and i'm just fucking lucky too like a lot of people work hard like me and they don't have any success. Like I'm not super big, but you know what I mean? Like some people yeah. are really more talented than me and they don't have any fan or they had like 50 followers and they, they stopped drawing and stuff like that. So I guess I'm lucky too, you know? Yeah, but I appreciate the compliment, though. Yeah, <laughs> luck is luck in the sense that you never know when you're going to get a break on something or like when something's going to pop off. But the only way you can even achieve luck, I feel like, is if you're working hard for yourself. And oh, like, yeah, sure. You know, I know I know you think the same way about the artists that you choose, because some of them are similar to or some of them are the same people that I've worked with. And it's like, 
the people that are working hard for themselves, that's who I want to give a platform to. That's who I would want to help out and give them another vein or another outlet to express themselves on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Work is the key, man. Like for real. Luck is not enough. Like you have to work (laughs) and when, when you work and you think you, you have work enough, work harder. Like (laughs) that's it. It sounds, it really sounds like a businessman, but I mean, even for the fun, for the love of it, you have to do that. Yeah. That's the key. Dude. Now, now that, you know, the, the Corona fucking pandemic and all this shit has died down and like, I'm back working in a, a bar restaurant. I'm bartending and they need a lot of help. They were like, got rid of some staff, new ownership, all the shit. So I've been putting in long hours at the bar and then just having to force myself to like come home and work on any rat nest shit. And I can, to me, yeah. I feel like I've been slacking hard, but like, it's just, it just slows down a little. Like you have to just fucking keep picking away at it. You can't stop, you know? Yeah. And it takes a lot of courage to do, to do that. Like when you are tired, you are tired. You, when you, you done a long days at work and you come back home and you start working on comics and sending emails and everything, like it's not always uh, funny, you know? Yeah. It's nah. hard. It's rough it's for work. sure. It's work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, before we get out of here, uh, do you have any events or like conferences or anything that you want to drop or what do you have coming up? Oh, uh, man, uh, just new comics. Uh, we will release a new comic by Dexter Cogburn soon. Hi. Um, yeah, it's called Poor Man Funnies. And uh, yeah, just other spread love. I can do a shout out to uh, Charlotte Back Comics. She's an underground cartoonist from Quebec. She present me your podcast. She's a fan, so shout out wow. to her. <laughs> and that yeah, that's it. Yo, so well, fucking you thanks again, everyone, man. You want to give everyone your, where they can find you on Instagram and your website and all of that stuff too? Oh, yes, spreadlovezine.com if you want to buy some comics. And uh, my Instagram is spreadlovezine. And uh, yeah, I don't have Facebook or stuff like that. Everything is on Instagram or uh, spreadlovezine.com. Awesome, dude. That's it. Well, shit, stick around for a second. I'm going to do a little outro and then we'll we'll chit-chat some more. Cool. This has been another episode of the Ratness Podcast. You can catch us every Friday with video on YouTube and anywhere you stream your podcast for the audio. Uh, new artists every week go to ratnessstickerco.com for zines comics prints t-shirts stickers and more um by the time you're listening to this we will have a garage sale on ratnessstickerco.com with a bunch of discounted books that was going to go from december 1st to december 13th order by the 13th to guarantee shipping by christmas and jim i'm jim That's it. We'll see you guys next week.